0: To protect their privacy, patients' names have been changed throughout the script. We've chosen pseudonyms to present this story.
1: The dust kicked up around 42-year-old Alex's car. He usually took back roads to his sister's house in a suburb of Sydney, Australia, It was the best way to avoid attention. And per usual, troubling thoughts and voices buzzed in Alex's mind. They always got stronger when he was about to visit his family.
0: About two years after his mother's death in 1998, Alex's behavior had grown erratic. He believed his father and sister were at the center of a conspiracy to ruin his reputation. They kept him under constant surveillance. Alex had absolutely no privacy, not a moment to himself. Even when he was alone in his car, Alex was being watched.
1: He turned down Clovelly Road and parked in his sister's driveway. He took a deep breath, gearing up for the family dinner. His sister had supposedly invited him in hopes of repairing the relationship, but Alex knew better. His family had the ability to control his thoughts. He knew they wanted to kill him. This dinner couldn't possibly end well.
0: Over brisket and red wine, Alex experienced auditory hallucinations from an unknown origin and they confirmed his worst fear. His family stared at him watching him eat, but he knew they were trying to stop
1: his heart with
0: their minds.
1: In self-defense, Alex grabbed a sharp knife off the table. He lunged at his sister and father, stabbing both dozens of times. He didn't stop until he noticed they weren't breathing. He'd killed them both.
0: Alex dropped the knife, went to the sink, and washed his hands. Then he calmly walked back out the front door.
1: As the sun set, he sauntered down Clovelly Road, his shirt painted red in his family's blood. He didn't worry anyone would see or call the police. After all, the double homicide was all part of the show.
0: When our bodies fail, we trust doctors to diagnose the problem. But medicine isn't always an exact science. Sometimes
1: it's a guessing game with life-or-death stakes. This is Medical Mysteries, a podcast original. I'm Molly. And I'm Richard. Every
0: Tuesday, we'll look at the strangest real-life medical cases in history and the experts who raced against the clock to solve them.
1: As we follow these high-intensity stories, we'll explore medical research that might solve the puzzle. This week, in Part 2, we'll analyze all the evidence and try to find an answer.
0: You can find episodes of Medical Mysteries and all other Parcast Originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. To stream Medical Mysteries for free on Spotify, just open the app and type Medical Mysteries in the search bar.
1: This is our final episode on the Truman Show Delusion, a psychotic condition in which a person believes their life is broadcast to millions. Last week, we met Charlie, a young college student who experienced the delusion for over three years. This week, we'll try to identify what causes the Truman Show delusion and see if it can be cured.
2: We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: In 2007, a college freshman named Charlie believed he was at the center of a vast and insidious conspiracy. He was the unwilling star of the world's largest reality show.
0: He believed his friends, family, and everyone he came in contact with were actors reading from a script. Charlie feared his
1: life wasn't really his own. After years of living in constant paranoia, Charlie's doctor finally gave him a diagnosis. He found that Charlie's Truman Show delusion was actually caused by his persecutory delusional disorder, a form of psychosis.
0: As reported by Andrew Morantz in The New Yorker, Charlie began taking antipsychotic medications like Geodon in 2010. This, combined with talk therapy, helped Charlie manage his paranoia and separate delusion from reality.
1: But his delusion still appeared from time to time, meaning he wasn't yet cured. In an interview with The New Yorker, he explained, whenever some eerie coincidence happens, There's this part of my brain which jacks itself up all of a sudden and spazzes out, exclaiming, this is it, what they were always talking about. It's happening. They are watching me.
0: Thanks to his therapy and medication, Charlie was able to set those reactions aside. But he still had more questions than answers about his Truman Show delusion. Could he ever cure it for good? And why did he keep reverting to such a specific fantasy?
1: Two years into his treatment, Charlie came across a Daily Mail headline that illuminated his struggles. The headline read, Cases of Truman Show Delusions on the Rise, as more people believe they're the stars of their own reality TV programs.
0: The article began with a description of the Truman Show delusion. And troublingly, it went on to cover Alex's 2009 gruesome double murder in Sydney.
1: Alex's first symptoms appeared in 2000, two years after his mother's death. He refused to believe he had a mental health condition. Instead, he thought his father and siblings were lying to him when they expressed concerns. His behavior was unusual and occasionally aggressive, but his family didn't want to commit him involuntarily. In
0: 2003, Alex enrolled in acting classes. He told a fellow student, Ursula, that he was being followed and an unknown stalker had photographed him through the blinds at his home. Alex was so calm when he told this story, Ursula believed him. She invited him to move in with her to escape his unwanted pursuer.
1: Soon, Ursula realized that Alex's paranoia stemmed from a mental health condition. He often seemed angry or paranoid. When they went out in public, Alex regularly got kicked out of restaurants or shops because his behavior was so unsettling. He became convinced that his neighbors were plotting against him and once brandished a kitchen knife at them. Ursula
0: encouraged Alex to seek mental health treatment but he still refused to believe he had a problem, even after friends and family assumed he was suffering from
1: schizophrenia. Year after year, Alex got worse. It all came to a head when he murdered his father and sister in 2009. The double homicide was shocking, in part because it's rare for people with the Truman Show delusion to become violent. But even the media frenzy that followed Alex's case didn't change public perception of TSD. Most doctors didn't take the condition seriously.
0: Except for two New York researchers in psychology and philosophy, brothers Joel and Ian Gold. They specialized in the Truman Show delusion. In 2014, the Gold brothers wrote a book called Suspicious Minds, How Culture Shapes Madness, which discussed the cases they'd encountered over the years.
1: People like a patient named Daniel. In the early 2000s, after moving to New York City, he developed the Truman Show Delusion. During college and after he earned his film degree, Daniel was hospitalized twice for manic episodes and delusions.
0: To make things more complicated, Daniel was trying to break into the entertainment industry. Even as he imagined he was a TV star,
1: He got a job on an actual reality show in New York. Except, just after he started production, Daniel concluded that the show was really about him. He refused to sign a confidentiality agreement, a standard practice in television production. Daniel was fired, and his condition worsened. Daniel
0: suspected he was always being watched or followed. As he reported later, once he left New York for LA, Daniel believed every car on the road was driven by talent agents. Each color corresponded to a different talent agency. The songs he played on the radio were the soundtrack to his show.
1: He went days without sleeping. Today, researchers still don't fully understand why people need sleep or what happens on a neurochemical level when we rest. But sleep-deprived people tend to have more stress hormones and different brain chemistry from well-rested people. According to Harvard Medical School, 50 to 80 percent of patients seeking psychiatric treatment report some kind of chronic sleep disturbance.
0: All of Daniel's friends could tell that something was wrong, but they didn't know how to help him. When his girlfriend Rachel suggested he see a therapist, he broke up with her. He figured the relationship was fake
1: anyway. She was an actress who'd been hired by the show. In 2003, Rachel helped Daniel check into Bellevue Hospital where Dr. Joel Gold worked. When Gold talked to Daniel, he recognized that his patient had the Truman Show delusion. He fit an alarmingly regular pattern.
0: All but one of Gold's first TSD patients was a young, white male in or around his 20s, and many had a history of drug abuse.
1: Extreme and even recreational drug abuse are potential triggers for psychosis. Even marijuana can be dangerous if the user has pre-existing mental health conditions.
0: A study done on men in the Swedish military found that cannabis use increased the risk of schizophrenia among those who are already susceptible. But they also speculated that the same genetic factors could make a person more likely to use cannabis and more likely to have a psychotic disorder. Chicken or the egg? Researchers
1: haven't nailed down the relationship yet. Before experiencing their delusions, Charlie and Daniel had used substances including marijuana, stimulants, and hallucinogens, and they were both heavy drinkers.
0: Alcohol is known to exacerbate symptoms of psychotic disorders. But there's virtually no evidence that alcoholism causes schizophrenia. However, weeks of extreme alcohol abuse can cause short-term psychosis. And years of alcoholism can lead to longer-lasting hallucinations and brain damage. This may be because alcohol consumption alters the brain chemistry and structure to be more similar to the brains of people with schizophrenia.
1: And when someone with a pre-existing psychotic disorder self-medicates with drugs and alcohol, their symptoms often get worse. Perhaps they even escalate to a whole new disorder, like... The Truman Show Delusion.
0: So at first, Dr. Gold may have assumed that drug and alcohol abuse worsened or created these additional delusions. But that changed when Dr. Gold met a new patient, someone who had no history of drug abuse and no
1: clear cause for his disorder. Coming up, we'll learn how The Truman Show Delusion isn't exclusive to drug abuse or schizophrenia.
2: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be.
1: And now, back to the story. In
0: 2003, Dr. Joel Gold began examining patients who believed their lives were being broadcast through hidden cameras. Most of them compared their experiences to the hit film, The Truman Show, or described scenarios that were similar. Dr. Gold and his brother identified several commonalities in their patients. They were mostly men, mostly young, and mostly drug users. According to the Golds, all suffered from the same three forms of delusion. Paranoia, grandiosity, and ideas of reference. But one new patient turned their theories on their heads.
1: Tom's delusions appeared the summer after his sophomore year of college. Unlike Charlie, Tom had really succeeded in school, academically and socially. He loved his apartment, his friends, his job. And for a college student, Tom made good money as a freelance artist and illustrator. But when the summer came and Tom didn't have classes anymore, he stopped keeping a regular schedule. Instead, he stayed up all night and slept all day.
0: People follow a schedule called a circadian rhythm, This is our body's natural sleep cycle, which corresponds to sunlight. Generally, people feel more awake during the day when the sun is up and more tired at night when it gets dark. There are exceptions, of course. Night owls who don't like to get out of bed before noon or early birds who are up before dawn. But generally, people wake when it's light and sleep when
1: it's dark. Artificial light can disrupt a person's circadian cycle. In particular, the bright lights on your computer or phone screen emulate sunlight and can trigger a wake response late at night. This is why some doctors recommend that you turn off electric devices at least an hour before you go to sleep.
0: And if you end up staying awake later, it's hard to make up for the lost sleep by snoozing. Even if you catch an extra hour or two, those final hours of sleep may be less restful because your circadian rhythm signals that it's time to get up. People who stay awake all night and sleep all day are more likely to develop shift work disorder, which is marked by irritability, depression, and poor social skills. And Tom's friends certainly noticed his erratic behavior after his sleep cycle shifted.
1: The summer after his sophomore year, he and his friends took a road trip to Colorado. During the ride, Tom constantly grinned and chuckled to himself. Tom's friends asked what was so funny, but Tom kept saying he'd never been better.
0: When the group arrived in Colorado, Tom continued to act strange. One night, he climbed to the roof of their house to look at the stars. He stayed up there alone for hours. And that evening, something
1: clicked in Tom's mind. Tom suddenly realized that recording equipment had been installed all over the world. It captured his every move. Even nearby birds and squirrels had cameras implanted in their eyes.
0: After the sun came up, Tom finally climbed down from the roof. Barefoot and shirtless, he staggered around the neighborhood in a daze, staring at strangers. Everyone looked similar to people he already knew. That's when he deduced his show was
1: reusing actors. On his walk, Tom saw a house with a for-sale sign in the lawn. Like Charlie and Ben, Tom thought that his show was offering a grand prize— He could win the house.
0: Tom peeked through the windows to search for clues, but a pair of squad cars pulled up to the scene.
1: While the police questioned him, Tom refused to take the situation seriously. He laughed hysterically, complimenting their costumes and performances. He insisted that one of the cops was the same actor who'd played his fourth-grade teacher.
0: When they tried to arrest him, Tom cooperated. He was certain this was part of the show's grand finale. While he sat in the police station, Tom kept waiting for a huge garage door to open, exposing the studio audience and the actors who'd played his friends and family.
1: Predictably, this didn't happen. Tom was released and returned to his parents. And his failure to win the house didn't stop Tom's delusions. If anything, he was more resolved to get the grand prize. His constant grinning and laughing unnerved
0: his mother. He constantly accused his parents of being actors. It's unclear from the New Yorker video story about Tom's experience if Tom sought psychiatric help for this behavior.
1: But a month later, after he'd moved back to his parents' house, Tom woke up to find his mind was totally clear. The delusion had completely disappeared, and it never came back. Was this some kind of medical miracle, or a clue about what was really going on?
0: Unlike the other Truman Show patients, Tom wasn't an addict, nor did he have a known history of drug abuse. But his month of constant smiling and laughter fit the symptoms of a manic episode.
1: A manic episode is a period of excessively heightened activity and emotion. For example, a person who usually sticks to their budget may suddenly spend thousands of dollars on an unnecessary new wardrobe. Or someone who's not very religious will suddenly spend hours praying and attending church. People experiencing manic episodes may feel like their thoughts are racing too quickly for them to keep up. They might take risks or their sex drive might become overwhelming. Mania can be induced
0: by stress or changes in sleep patterns, which Tom dealt with that summer. But a single extended period of mania is enough to diagnose a patient with bipolar disorder.
1: Bipolar disorder is a mental health condition characterized by extreme mood swings from mania to depression. Like schizophrenia, it can include psychosis. This makes it difficult for psychologists to distinguish between the two because both can trigger hallucinations or disordered thinking. Unfortunately, there's no standardized test to confirm whether a patient has BPD or schizophrenia but ongoing therapy can help a counselor determine the correct diagnosis. And Tom's
0: bipolar disorder suggests that the Truman Show delusion had three possible causes, schizophrenia, drug abuse, or bipolar disorder.
1: And the movies seem to be a factor too. While there were similar delusions in earlier decades, no one had developed TSD before the Truman Show debuted, until yet another patient proved to be an outlier.
0: Kyle had TSD and bipolar disorder, but he first experienced the Truman Show delusion in 1989, nine years before the film was released.
1: Like some of the Gold's more recent patients, Kyle distrusted technology. Since he was an accomplished sailor, Kyle preferred to escape the complexities of life on land for the simplicity of the open sea.
0: But even in the remotest parts of the ocean, Kyle believed he was under constant observation. His show's producers communicated with him through hidden messages.
1: Like Tom, Kyle had no history of drug abuse, though he went through periods of heavy drinking. His delusion waxed and waned as his bipolar disorder threw him into manic and depressive episodes. When The Truman Show was released in 1998, Kyle likely incorporated its narrative into his reality. He may have believed the film was proof. His delusions were validated. Luckily, Kyle
0: sought treatment for his bipolar disorder. He took medication, adopted an active lifestyle, and relied on a supportive network of family and friends.
1: The treatments were a success. They helped Kyle seize control over his bipolar disorder, and his Truman Show delusions' symptoms faded. But bipolar disorder has no cure. Patients like Kyle can manage their symptoms, but their delusions might still return from time to time which means their TSD may reappear as well.
0: Luckily, Kyle had Ian and Joel Gold on his side, and they were all hell-bent on solving the bigger mystery at hand. Why were so many patients' delusions so eerily similar?
1: All of the Gold's TSD clients believed their lives were recorded 24-7 and that every other person in the world was a participant in the show. It was also common for patients to believe they'd receive a grand prize once they completed all the demands they heard from disembodied voices.
0: In addition, each of their patients was American. But that didn't mean anything. The Gold's practice was based in the United States but they wondered how much culture shaped the delusion and expanded their scope to look for
1: patients outside the United States. In 1998, the same year The Truman Show debuted, a Japanese man we'll call Nasubi found himself alone and naked in a Tokyo apartment.
0: 23-year-old Nasubi was an aspiring comedian, so at first he was excited to participate in a brand-new reality game show. But Nasubi's producers took most of his possessions, including his clothes. He was left with only a small table, a stack of postcards, magazines, and a camera to document his journey.
1: Naked and alone, Nasubi had to enter as many mail-in contests as he could. He couldn't buy anything. He could only live on whatever prizes he won. The show's premise was... Can a man live on sweepstakes alone? Meanwhile, his every move was filmed. Nasubi understood that once he won the show, the footage would be edited and broadcast. But he couldn't finish the competition
0: until he satisfied the producer's demand. He had to win a million yen in prizes, about 10,000 American dollars.
1: So Nasubi played the game. He entered 200 mail-in contests a day, often winning useless items like bicycles and women's underwear. Early on, he won a bag of rice, but the producers had taken his pots and pans. He had no way to cook it. Instead, Nasubi ate dog food to survive.
0: Still, Nasubi persisted, believing that his suffering would inevitably be rewarded. He rambled at his camera for hours as his hair grew wild and untamed, his body thinned, and his skin grew sick and pale.
1: After nearly a year, Nasubi finally won. But instead of rewarding him, the producers blindfolded him and took Nasubi to another apartment, telling him to start the game over again. As Nasubi disrobed, the walls of the apartment fell down, Nasubi found himself in a huge, brightly lit film studio. Millions of viewers laughed and applauded as confetti fell from the ceiling.
0: Nasubi's experience was completely real.
1: He'd been told that his recorded footage would be edited together and distributed only after he won the prize. He had no idea that his life was broadcast week to week. His producers edited together his most embarrassing moments, censoring his genitals with a dancing cartoon eggplant. 16 million people watched Nasubi's show every week.
0: And he wasn't alone. As reality TV became more prevalent in the new millennium, so did mass surveillance. On June 6, 2013, The Guardian revealed that the National Security Agency had collected phone data from millions of U.S. citizens. And as the American public learned about the digital surveillance, suspicion and fear grew.
1: According to a 2019 study by Pew Research Center, 72% of Americans believed that private companies tracked all or most of their online traffic, Another 69% believe technology companies were tracking even their offline behavior.
0: And while TSD patients hold extreme beliefs, their delusions were an extension of very grounded fears. Anxiety about being watched, surveilled, and exposed to millions of people on a daily basis.
1: Before Charlie's delusion fully kicked in, He believed that online companies collected and observed his web usage. And that was probably true. Tracking cookies are common practice.
0: He also believed his most humiliating moments were broadcast for the whole world to mock. Fear of social judgment is common among people with social anxiety. The only difference was that Charlie assumed the derision
1: was worldwide. So yes, His root fears were common and valid, but what transformed them into full-blown delusions?
0: Coming up, we'll see how the human mind turns anxieties into dangerous delusions.
3: This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
2: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime.
0: Beginning in 2003, Dr. Joel Gold encountered dozens of patients with the Truman Show Delusion, or TSD. He and his brother Ian strived to find why people developed this specific condition. The cultural factors were easy enough to identify. Surveillance and reality TV became ubiquitous in the years following the Truman Show's release. But they still had to explain its medical causes.
1: Researchers still don't know exactly why people develop schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, the two conditions widely associated with TSD. The prevailing belief is that both are genetic conditions.
0: In simple terms, there are two kinds of genes, dominant and recessive. Generally, for any trait, you have two genes. One comes from your biological father and the other from your biological mother. So, as long as you have at least one dominant gene, you will have that trait. But if you don't have dominant genes, your recessive traits will appear.
1: For example, brown hair is a dominant trait, while blonde hair is a recessive trait. If you have at least one brown hair gene, you'll have brown hair, even if you also have a recessive blonde gene. If you have a child with someone else with brown hair, you might end up with a blonde baby. Neither parent has blonde hair, but you each passed on the recessive blonde gene.
0: Likewise, sometimes parents with no history of mental health conditions will have a child with a psychotic disorder. It seems like the condition came out of nowhere, but the genes were always lurking in the parent's DNA.
1: Because it's difficult to track who has recessive schizophrenia or BPD genes, the conditions can appear seemingly at random.
0: But research has also shown a link between psychotic illnesses and complications during childbirth. Asphyxia, a lack of oxygen, and a low birth weight might negatively affect brain development, leading a child to form these mental health conditions later on.
1: Schizophrenia and bipolar disorder have also been linked to a chemical imbalance in the brain. The patient has a difficult time regulating dopamine, a chemical that stabilizes a person's mood.
0: Schizophrenia and bipolar disorder have also been linked to the amygdala, a part of the brain responsible for detecting fear. So it's likely that schizophrenia and bipolar disorder have multiple causes. Some people are genetically predisposed to the conditions. Then, the circumstances of their birth or changes in their brain chemistry trigger irrational anxiety or panic.
1: And according to Dr. Gold, this fear response is key to understanding the Truman Show delusion.
0: The human brain constantly processes information looking for possible dangers. If something seems concerning, the mind utilizes something that Gold's called the suspicion system. It warns us to be careful and inspires us to respond to
1: threats. You may have noticed your suspicion system working at some point. When fast footsteps approach in the dark, or wind rattles your windows in the night, your heart races, your breathing gets shallow, and you want to run away.
0: This system is vital for survival. Prehistoric humans faced physical danger at every corner, from wild animals to warring tribes to storms or wildfires. The suspicion system helped them respond to risks and live another day.
1: But as time wore on, the world changed. 21st century Americans were more afraid of social humiliation and privacy violations than they were of saber-toothed tigers. So their defensive system evolved to incorporate those fears.
0: Social dangers, rather than physical ones, triggered the suspicion system. And the fear of humiliation spurred patients with TSD into action. They didn't passively experience fear. They created an entire narrative to cope with it.
1: But the Golds theorized that another factor was at play, the reflective system, or the mind's ability to rein in illogical thoughts.
0: Everyone mulls over unreasonable and unfounded fears now and then. For example, you might have a mild headache. You start to panic as you wonder if it's a symptom of a brain tumor. But your reflective system kicks in to calm you down, and you realize it's probably just an ordinary headache.
1: But in patients with TSD, the suspicion system overrules the reflective system. Their delusions are far more powerful than their logical mind, so they can't take a step back and weigh whether their fears are rational.
0: The suspicion system tends to kick into high gear when new technologies and materials get involved. They're unfamiliar. And most people don't really understand how their smartphone or wireless router works. So it's harder to gauge which fears about technology are logical.
1: And when a person develops psychosis, the reflective system may incorporate these technological fears into their delusions in an effort to make sense of them.
0: Historical examples date as far back as the 14th century. King Charles VI of France believed he was made of a new technology,
1: glass. He was so scared of shattering that he wrapped himself in blankets, remaining motionless for hours. And this particular delusion became exceedingly common outside his court too. So much so that it was included in a 17th century textbook on mental health conditions. The glass delusion became less prevalent in the
0: 19th century when people latched on to new technology. Some believed they were made of cement instead.
1: The first broadcast delusions, which made patients think someone could hear or read their thoughts, appeared in the 1930s and 40s. This was during the golden age of radio, when radio technology was ubiquitous. The strange and startling new technology sparked fear that people's thoughts were being transmitted.
0: And the same thing happened when the reality TV industry began in the late 80s and early 90s, when the first cases of the Truman Show delusion appeared
1: which means it's very possible the Truman Show delusion will one day fade away as well. As reality television and government surveillance become a part of the norm, the delusion may evolve to incorporate newer, more foreign technologies. But Gold's TSD
0: patients shared another baffling symptom that had nothing to do with new technology. Many believed they could win the show by visiting New York
1: City. In a 2013 interview with The New Yorker, Dr. Gold explained that, quote, New York is a magnet for psychosis. After 9-11, many Southern African-American women came to New York to raise the dead at ground zero. You see that once and it's like, oh, interesting. Then a week later, another one comes in. End quote. Perhaps the Big Apple is more than a city. It's the archetypal metropolis. And people with delusions visit it to advance a narrative only they understand.
0: Or maybe Dr. Gold's New York hospital was the only place that took the condition seriously. The idea that delusional thoughts stem from a malfunctioning suspicion system is still widely debated in most medical circles. But Joel and Ian Gold stand by their hypothesis.
1: And thanks to their research, the Golds have been able to help patients like Charlie. They've been able to treat delusions with a combination of medication and psychotherapy. These techniques help a patient to better understand their moods, feelings, thoughts, and behaviors.
0: Unfortunately, there's no formal treatment program for TSD yet. But any remedy must also address its root cause, typically schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or drug-induced psychosis.
1: And because there's no cure for schizophrenia or BPD, there's also no cure for the Truman Show delusion. Instead, most patients use long-term strategies to continually manage their conditions.
0: After Dr. Gold diagnosed him, Charlie's delusional symptoms subsided. He's still prone to brief relapses, but he can keep them under control.
1: As for Alex, the TSD patient in Sydney, he was found not guilty for the murders of his father and sister. His case became a rallying cry for mental health reform in Australia and New Zealand, Several media outlets implied that Alex's family members might still be alive if he'd gotten the help he needed.
0: Debates about the government's role in mental health care
1: are ongoing. In the United States, the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders does not acknowledge the Truman Show delusion as a real disorder. But Alex's case is just one of many reasons the condition needs to be taken seriously. After all, technology marches onward. You may not
0: fear your smart TV or your computer, but next year's hottest new electronic device might get under your skin. Your suspicion system
1: might overreact. And you may need doctors Ian and Joel Gold to bring you back to reality.
0: Thanks for listening to Medical Mysteries. For more information on the Truman Show Delusion, amongst the many sources we used, we found the book Suspicious Minds, How Culture Shapes Madness by doctors Joel and Ian Gold, extremely helpful to our research.
1: You can find all episodes of Medical Mysteries and all other podcast Originals for free on Spotify.
0: Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite podcast originals like Medical Mysteries for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker.
1: To stream Medical Mysteries on Spotify, just open the app and type Medical Mysteries in the search bar. We'll see you next time. Medical Mysteries was created by Max Cutler and is a Parkass Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound design by Brian Golub, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Medical Mysteries was written by Eric Stanke, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire, and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner.